free. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Goodyear serves up Greg to the Mark and Paul's middle school. Three questions, get two out of three correct. You'll go see the D-backs on July 4th. That'd be kind of neat. There you go. All right, Greg. Here's the deal. Today's June 30th. It's Mike Tyson's birthday today. So we've got some Mike Tyson trivia. For instance... This is ludicrous. In the movie The Hangover, what song did Mike Tyson express appreciation for? Was it Who Are You by The Who... Was it In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins, or was it the song that's in lots of movies that says, Oh, yeah. That's by Yellow, by the way. Oh, hell. Let's go with number two. Phil Collins, In the Air Tonight, is correct. Were you really guessing at that? Did you see the movie? I was guessing. Several times. I just don't remember that. Wow. Oh, That's yeah. right about the time when they talk about how Omar is no longer with us. That's right. <laughs> All right, so here's your next question. Good guess on the first one. Yeah. Who did Mike Tyson defeat in 1986 to win his first heavyweight championship? <laughs> Was it Riddick Bowe, Bob Backlund, or Trevor Burbick? Go Riddick Bowe. No, Trevor Burbick. Yeah, Trevor Burbick was the guy that had socks up to his knees, big black socks up to his knees. Mike Tyson punched him and dropped him three times with one knockdown. Burbick got up, fell a second time, got up, fell a third time, and that was when they were like, okay, well, this is over. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of the great knockouts ever. All right, so here is your last question. When Mike Tyson bit off Evander Holyfield's ear, what was the initial punishment that he received? Was he banned from boxing for 10 years? Was he banned from boxing for life? Or was he forced to learn every note of Supertramp's Breakfast in America album? <laughs> Go 10 years. No, he was actually banned from boxing for life. Of course, he was back fighting 18 months later. But. Yes, because <laughs> boxing needed yes, Mike but, Tyson at that time. Yeah. By the way, Evander Holyfield was headbutting him the whole fight. I don't blame Mike for biting him. I'm not saying you, I approve of you it. You can't bite the guy. I know it's against the rules. I'm just saying you also can't headbutt a guy. Anyway, and, and all now right. He can't so wear a mask either. What? what? His mask won't stay on with only half an ear. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that meme too. It's really funny. All right. <laughs> Hang with us. We'll get you some Diamondbacks tickets. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Burbick, most notable for that knockout, but also because he wore like, they were like compression socks or something that were all the way up to his knees. Now, I don't know if this is correct, but I believe he was also Muhammad Ali's last fight. Trevor Burbick was? I believe it's so. It's very possible, yes. He was, he was one, that's the connection between Ali and, uh, and Tyson, who Tyson idolized at the time. So. Yeah. so I think that is the, I think that is true, but I could be wrong. It's very possible. He, I, I think it was from Jamaica or what, like one of the islands, you know, uh, either British Jamaica accent, or Haiti or yeah, something you like know, that. What, yeah. we, what we know as a British accent, I believe he yeah. had. So. Yeah. All right, then the phone line shuts down soon. When you're waiting, me. Oh, boy. <laughs> 602 476 1807 to try and. When you're waiting, me. Wow. It got worse. And that's okay. The, uh. Win your weight in meat 
event is still going on until 10 o'clock this morning. You'll be able to call in like some of these folks we're just about to hear and leave some pertinent info. We cut the phone numbers out, but these folks called and left their name, their weight, and what kind of meat they like. Good morning. My name's Don Long, and I'm weighing in at a brisk 215 pounds. <laughs> and my favorite meats are uh, tri-tip, brisket, heck, everything that fits into my smoker. So basically, if I win this thing, I will take half of that meat and go down to Pat Tillman Post 117. We'll barbecue that up and sell it for $10 to $15 a plate. And we'll nice. donate it to our favorite charity, nice. Soldier's Best Friend. Listen to that. You have a good day. He's working it. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a random selection. We do love what he's planning to do with everything. Yeah, if no, he that's wins, great. that'd be fantastic. Here's the thing. Two things you need to know. A, we haven't heard any of these phone calls before. You're hearing them at the exact same time we are. They're just coming out of a, a, a you know, a folder that we have on a computer that we that our producer Guido put together. And second, we don't pick the winner. Like we're not no, doing it's, it. Like, it's as completely you, random. If you've ever been at an event when we're out somewhere and somebody has to draw tickets, we always try to get somebody not related to either Mark or me to do it so that we don't end up the bad guy. And there can be no personal preferential choice for something like that. Like let's just say Mark and I are moved by the fact that these guys want to go bring their uh, bring the meat down to Pat Tillman Post and and smoke it up and and donate it to Soldier's Best Friend. We would love to bend the scales in that favor. We don't do it. Yeah. We, we can't do it as much as we love the idea. So just keep that in mind. Somebody else is picking the winner. It's random. My name is Audra Usher. I'm located in Phoenix, Arizona. My weight is 134 pounds, and my favorite meat is beef because I eat nose-to-tail high-fat carnivore. Oh, uh, high-fat carnivore, she called herself. That's a beautiful label. <laughs> nose-to-tail. All right. <laughs> Hi, my name is Walter Price. I weigh about 220 pounds. I'm calling from Maricopa. My favorite cut of meat is anything that's beef. I grew up in the Midwest, and I'm a meat and potato guy. Thank you very much. And I got and I got a speakerphone too. Do you know that nobody, not one person, has mentioned a poultry product? Uh, one guy, I think, mentioned chicken, but just, you know, he said he, he loves everything. Chicken, fish, yeah, meat. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, nobody but has not, said, my favorite meat is nobody has come out and said, you know, chicken breast, chicken leg, chicken right. wings, anything like that. Hey, good morning, guys. This is Jeff for Bars. How are you today? Hey, uh, Abe Fruman is a, uh, a personal hero of mine, so I, I love this contest. <laughs> and my, uh, I'm from Cave Creek. My weight is is 180. Uh, favorite meat is very lean ground beef. Love it because it's so versatile for everything. Thank you. Bye. I like that. I like another Abe Froman fan. Yeah. Sausage King of Chicago. <laughs> Devilishly handsome. Yep. If you don't know that, what we're talking about, we recommend Ferris Bueller's oh, you Day be, Off. Or you might be listening to the wrong morning show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it. That's how you win your weight in meat. You give us a call. And, uh, and again, once again, that line is going to be shut down today. So give us your name, your weight, and your favorite meat. We're going to have somebody come in tomorrow and weigh in. And then thanks to Von Hansen's, we're going to give you your weight in meat. Yeah. There, there are some restrictions, and you can see all the rules at kslx.com. And feel free to wax poetic about how you feel about meat. Yeah. It's very entertaining at times.
Tomorrow morning at this time, you will hear the Mark and Neanderthal weekend movie pick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's if you want to stay home because right. it's going to be hot AF over the weekend. And it's July 4th weekend. You'll probably want to stay home and be near your dogs because fireworks suck if you're a dog owner. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, but right now, let's tell you about all the wonderful things going on with the Mark and Neanderthal weekend preview with, with jokes. All right, I don't, I don't know what this is, but it sounds awesome. The Bitchin' Drag Brunch with Lady Camden, which I assume is a drag queen. Mm-hmm. And I don't know so what... Carrie Lake won't be there. No. <laughs> no, but boy, wouldn't that be a nice breakfast. Mm-hmm. Bitchin' Drag Brunch with Lady Camden is happening at Cobalt on Saturday. So plan accordingly. In mind, Mark, I don't want to yeah. brag. No. But I've satisfied every waitress that has ever served me. Really? With just the tip. <laughs> in fact, sounds like really, she was satisfied. In fact, usually only about 20%. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes 25. That's, that's pretty good. If I'm feeling generous, I'll give her 25% of the tip. Sure. So, uh,. The first at the fountain is coming up. Oh. Now, this is usually on the 4th, but Fountain Hills is doing their Independence Day celebration early this year. Okay. In fact, tomorrow night from 7 to 9.30, the Rock Lobster Band is going to play. Nice. Is yeah, that, I'm fun. guessing, is that a B-52s cover thing? I be- I think mm. they played at the Beer Fest I went to a couple of months back. They do all different things from that sort of late 70s, oh, that's cool. 80s era. All right, cool. I believe that's them. All right. Uh, so the Rock Lobster Band plays for a while, and then right around 9 o'clock, fire. Works. It should be a great display. It goes to yeah. 9.30. All right, cool. See, yeah. that's the way you do it. You do it for a half hour, and then you stop. Yeah. And uh, we should mention, too, our, our friends with the Diamondbacks, the 4th of July game against the Giants. Yeah. If you get there early, you get a patriotic T-shirt. I'll look at you. So a guy is sitting at home, and his doorbell rings. All right. The guy opens the door, and the cops are standing there, and they say, Sir, we're, uh, we're sorry to tell you this, but it looks like your girlfriend's been hit by a truck. And the guy says, yeah, I know, but she's got a great personality. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> hey, Mark, are you into foam play? Foam play? Yeah, foam play is where you run around through suds. You know, like, oh. you know, like when, they, when the washing machine overflowed in the Brady Bunch and there was foam everywhere? Yeah, it sounds like it could be fun. Yeah, the Children's Museum actually has foam play, and it's running all summer. But the foam runs intermittently through every day, throughout the day, every 15 minutes. So if you want to wash your kids... <laughs> That's a great way to the, do it. a cheap way to do it, take them in the Children's Museum. <laughs> Say, Mark, yeah. what is the best way for politicians to run? What is the best way for politicians to run? With scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and that is your Mark and Neanderthal weekend preview with, with jokes. jokes. You're waiting, meat man. We. 
in your way to meet man. That would be a feat, man. A carnivorous treat, man. You could have a feast, man. Win your way to meet. Yeah, today's the last day for you to get your, your voicemails in. And we do have the Mark and Interpol meat line set up at 602-476-1807. If you'd like to win your way to meet, thanks to Von Hansen's. You only have about three hours and 20 minutes to leave a message. So make sure you do that. By the way, hi to Rita. Rita emailed us and said, my husband's driving me crazy about this meat contest. He's on my case all day. I get text messages and emails with just the word meat. I get memes of meat, gifts of meat. Thanks for all the laughs. Now he's singing the songs, too. And I'm just wondering if Berlin ever thought their song from Top Gun would be used like this. That was earlier that we yeah. used that. So you'll yeah. probably hear that again this morning. At some point, yeah, we'll get that in there. I mean, what else are we going to we gonna hang on to it for later on? <laughs> so who we got? Good morning, Mark and Paul. This is Tanya Ayers. I am from Mesa. I weigh 214 thick, yummy pounds. My very favorite meat is a nice, thick, bone-in ribeye. Cooked perfectly medium rare, hot, juicy, and just dances on my tongue. I love meat. Have a great day. See, there's the... Damn! There's a long-standing radio tradition. Yep. Proven right okay. there. And that is, you know... Yes, yes, yeah, she's, yes. Did she say she was 214 pounds? 214. 214, yeah. The bigger they are, the harder they sound on the phone. That's a rule of thumb right there. What? As, I didn't... Look! As I, Ron Simmons would say, damn. damn. <laughs> look, I bet Christina Hendricks is pushing over 200 pounds. You wouldn't, you wouldn't push that away, would you? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Just saying. So it's all good. <laughs> and she loves meat. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll work for me a little later on, I guess. <laughs> Hi, this is Jason Croteau. I weigh 190 pounds. I don't really have a favorite meat, but my wife loves steak whenever we go camping from Chandler, Arizona. So any kind of steak meat would be fine. You guys rock. Steak meat. Steak meat. <laughs> it's, it's actually, a, that you know, we talked about this earlier in the week. Steakums. We don't know that there's meat in it. We just know there's ums. Yes, steak yeah. ums, which is a meat-like product. Yeah. Steak meat is kind of like when somebody says tuna fish. Right. It's exactly. a little redundant, but whatever. I'm okay with it. Good morning. Uh, my name is Rolene Begay. Um, my weight is now fluctuating between 205 and 210 because um, I have no willpower when it comes to a bloody T-bone, my <laughs> favorite type of meat, and I do reside in the Phoenix area. Uh, thank you for uh, the opportunity <laughs> and your entertainment. Have a good day. Thank you. <laughs> no willpower. No willpower. Yeah, that's going around. That, is, that Ron, is going around. My name is Ron DeVries. I live here in Gilbert, Arizona. Um, I'm uh, only may only be 165 pounds, but as I grow older, um, like I see, you probably know as well, my passion has become eating. <laughs> I love to eat um, wagyu beef, top sirloins, and a, definitely a filet mignon will set today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love nothing more than to have some in my fridge to barbecue all summer long. 
thank you. Yeah, there, there's your Paradise Valley meat eater right there. Wagyu beef, filet mignon. Get in my fridge. So, Can you play just the beginning where he says his name? Because it almost sounds like, I think it's Ron DeReese. Yeah. But it sounds like Rhonda Reese. Rhonda Reese, yeah. That's how he says it. No, I actually already already deleted uh, it because okay. I, I moved on to the next voicemail, which is this gotcha. one. My name is Linda Carfano. I'm from Fountain Hills, Arizona. And I weigh 145 pounds, and I love filet mignon. Yummy. <laughs> wow. I'm going to isolate the yummy. Yummy. Yeah, that's good later on. We'll yeah. use that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm huge on the fillets. That's, that's I, good again, stuff. Again, as I said before, I'm a, I'm a huge flank steak, guy. It's flank steak guy. I did fire up some some strips, New York strips last night. So, just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that either. Yeah, yeah nothing uh-huh. wrong with that. Yeah, we didn't mention that uh, yeah, we've been wrapped up in our win your weight and meat thing. There are other things going on. There are? Like uh, like t- t- today's the last day of Pride Month. Today is That's the last day of Pride Month. You've got to <laughs> kiss an angel good morning and let her know you think about her when you're gone. I hope you uh, you took uh, at least a day or two this month to celebrate the achievements of Charlie Pride, African-American country star mm-hmm. in the 60s. <laughs> You, if you don't, if you don't think that was that was a tough time, if you don't think the struggle yeah. was real, yeah, African American singing star. country music in the sixties in, in the South, yep. the struggle was real. Absol- I am quite sure, absolutely. Woo. So you might make yeah. make a moment, tip your hat, and raise your yeah. glass to Charlie Pride, and uh, not not making light of anybody else's struggle. No. We we know what Pride Month is is yes. part of this, but so. let's not forget that struggle. They look, you can have separate struggles and That's have right. them both be real. Exactly, it's a bi struggle, is well, what that is. Well, you know what. Uh, R. Kelly's going to have a little bit of a struggle. Did you see that? He was sentenced. R. Kelly, the R&B singer, was sentenced to 30 years now, wasn't in it prison. not so long ago that R. Kelly was being considered, like, the greatest, like, R&B soul star on the planet for a while? Uh, he was, you, like, the guy that, was like, had the Midas touch. No matter what R. Kelly, that's probably the wrong phrase. That yeah, whatever, whatever he touched whatever her to touched go, her to no, go, no, no. Because it was, what he was, he, what he was touching was too young. Yeah, he yeah. was a jerk is what he is. Yeah, it's, in it, every I way, mean, shape, and form. 30 years, uh, he does... Wish he could fly right now. That's yes, that's his big song, right? I believe I, believe I, can, I can fly. fly. Yeah. yeah. Here's so. the thing, you know. I mean, uh, wow. He's yeah, now I, he's now our convict. Yes. Yeah. He's bad. He's <laughs> a bad human being. Well, you know, there's just some allegations of racism involved here because he got 30 years for what he did, and Ghislaine Maxwell, who we all know as the, the associate of yeah. of, uh, of of Epstein, um, only got 20. And I and I only it's still 20 years. Yeah, it is. And I, you know what? Listen, I, I, I can't even respond to that because I can't say that I've taken pen to paper and done two separate <laughs> columns of what each person is guilty of because it's it's so repulsive. I haven't even yeah. delved into it that I, far. I know, I, I know each one of them are awful. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's fair to assume no matter how you compare and contrast, they're both horrible human beings. Yes. As, as one of my wife's high school friends would incorrectly state, it deserves them right <laughs> what they got. Perfect. All right. They so, got their just desserts, which, by the way, is the wrong phrase because just dessert sounds awesome. It sounds delicious. Sounds great. I, I'm just getting cake. No, I don't have to eat any salad. I would love just desserts. Yeah. But uh, yeah, listen, this when your weight and meat thing we've yeah. been doing has, yeah. you know, we've had so much fun listening to these voicemails. We actually played one yesterday and then a little research was done. And apparently we've got kind of a, a local athlete who wants to win that meat. I'm a little concerned about this athlete, and if if they do win their weight and meet, what it could mean to their future. 
On Friday morning, you know who we're going to have here in the studio. The winner of our Win Your Weight in Meat contest. Win your weight in meat. Come on. Wah, 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 wah. Win your weight in meat. It will be fun to eat. Eat. Win your weight in meat. Win your weight in meat. So uh, this is what we're doing. We're giving you an opportunity to win your weight in meat. We have a, a phone line set up at 602-476-1807. Uh, and that phone line is going to actually shut down today at 10 a.m. So you have until 10 a.m. to get your request in. We need your name, your weight, and your favorite meat. Yeah, and thanks to Von Hansen's Meat Markets for helping us out. You're going to get a, a gift card from Von Hansen's. And it's basically, you know, there are limitations. We based it on about 200 pounds worth of chopped yeah. meat. Look, uh, some, we, a morning show years ago gave away a video game and told people to drink water. And somebody died. So we have to put some limitations <laughs> on things because who knew? Now, so we'll, we'll win your weight in meat, but we don't want to be responsible for your uptake in cholesterol or potential heart attacks and stuff. So within reason, but, you know, yeah. all the all RulesRKSLX.com. So yesterday we got a, a call. It was funny because there were three calls from this one guy because he, he only left his name in the first one, left his phone number in the second one, and then in the third one left his name and phone number. But we we got his name wrong. Now I think we have it right, and he is legitimate. Hey, my name is John Froman. I'm uh, contacting about the meet, of course. I'm, a, I'm in uh, Tempe, Arizona. I'm a big fan of ribeye. I really want to meet. I play football at ASU. It goes to a good cause, feeding all the boys. Thank you so much. All right, so there's what we heard. What I heard was John Froman, as in like Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. His name is John Froman, and he is a legitimate member yeah. of the ASU Sun Devils football team. In fact, he's the long snapper, which is a good way to make a nice career for yourself in the National Football League. Well, I'll tell you what. He is a five-star prospect, according to Rubio's long snapping rankings. <laughs> I thought they were a restaurant. I didn't know they did yeah. long snapping rankings. Who knew? Well, well, you got to multitask these days. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we looked him up on the ASU football roster, and there he is. Number 43, John, John Furlman. Yeah. And he had said 225. That's what his weight is here, 225, I think in the first call he was 220, and then in the second one he was 225. <laughs> so he put on weight between phone calls. Well, he eats a lot. He's gaining. He's, He's in a, a gain stage. Red shirt freshman, and he is from Phoenix, Arizona, went to Boulder Creek High School. So I just, I think that's, I get a huge kick out of that. I'll be watching ASU a little more closely now on the punts and the field goal attempts. He's going to be the guy snapping the ball, I guess. Although, I have a concern, and this could be one of the most legendary things associated with this show. Now, obviously, years ago, we are responsible for putting the Glenn Fry tribute statue up there in Winslow. Right. Upon the passing of Glenn Fry, that is something that will live on long after this show is dead and gone. Number two is, what if, in the unlikely event, Herm Edwards leads the Sun Devils to an 11-0 or 12-0 record, whatever, however many games they have, and it's the night before the national championship and we find out all of their wins have to be vacated because we gave John Furlman meat and that made him ineligible. <laughs> that, that ruined his amateur status? Ruined his amateur status. And we're responsible yeah. for the Sun Devils not playing for the national title. Now again... 
People win Powerball all the time. This is a very unlikely scenario, but right. we have to check with the NCAA to see if John Froman is risking his right. amateur athletic status, status right. in exchange for some hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like an equitable trade, because then what happens is he doesn't end up in the National Football League because right. he cheated in right. college. That's and, right. Oh, now, Froman, Froman's a ribeye man, by the way, as he said. He yeah. loves that ribeye. All right. So, long, a, long snappers, that's a good job in the NFL if you oh, can get it, John. So uh, That's... But, we should mention, if you don't know, that's the guy who hikes the ball yeah. to the punter or the person who's holding for the place kick. Yeah, and it's and it's a specialized position. It and, is. and and it's uh, there are guys that that make a nice living doing that, playing football. They get on the field like seven times a game, and that's about it. They used to throw any old guy out there to do it, yeah. and now it's a highly specialized position. Yeah. So we'll check with the NCAA to see if John Furman <laughs> is risking his amateur status and, all in the name of meat. Yes, and it's all it's all a random pick. So. He's not likely to win, but you never know. Time for the Mark and Andrew Paul dumbass of the day. All right. Now, here in Arizona, we have... uh we have MVD, right? That stands for Motor, motor Vehicle, vehicle division. division. Yeah, and in in, 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 uh, in other England, states, in New England, it's the Registry of Motor Vehicles. R- states, RMV, yeah, yeah, the RMV. All right. Other states have the Department of Motor Vehicles. DMV, the D- yeah. DMV. Yeah. You know what it is in Ohio? Uh the DMV. Nope. It is the BMV. Bureau of Motor Vehicles. The Bureau of, of sure. Motor Vehicles. Sure. Why not? I keep so, my I keep my motor vehicles in the upper right drawer of that bureau. Yes. Now, they do pretty much the same thing as the MVD here. Then this past Thursday, a 70-year-old man came into the Mansfield, Ohio office yeah. of the BMV. Alrighty then. To renew his driver's license. Okay. That's a pretty simple process. It's kind of like getting a gun here in Arizona. Very, very simple very process. Very easy. You want it? Um, yep. Here it is. All you have to do is ask. Is, uh, you know, if your license is still valid, you bring in your license, you pass a vision screening test, you sign a document that promises promises you'll keep your car insurance current. That's easy. Yeah. So the 70-year-old we're talking about brought all the stuff he needed to the Mansfield, Ohio office of the BMV, did the vision test, and he was good to go. Okay. The only other stuff, they took a new driver's license picture of him, and the 70-year-old man paid the fee of $25.75. Okay. That seems like a very reasonable fee. Yeah. Unless the lines are really long, that's not bad at all. So oh, it seems pretty good. The 70-year-old guy was probably feeling pretty good as he left the Mansfield, Ohio office you of know, the BMV. You know, you've mentioned the Mansfield, Ohio office several times for some strange reason. Are you being geographically specific for a reason? Well... I guess I guess you'll see. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I mean, foreshadowing. Yeah, I think. Is well, what see, you're I'm doing just there. speculating here for the rest of this. Why? Now, I go. Well, he, he was probably feeling pretty good. Maybe so good that he got overly excited, like too excited to pay attention to what he was doing, like trying to drive away safely from the Mansfield, Ohio Bureau of Motor Vehicles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the 70 year old man got into his truck, started her up. Pulled out and promptly lost control of his vehicle, crashing right into. Wait for it. The wait for it. The Mansfield, Ohio office of, of the, the BMV. That's <laughs> the Bureau of Motor Vehicles. I didn't know where we were going with that. Sorry. Yep. Yep. We didn't practice this. The crash remains under investigation, and nothing is final as to what will happen with his driver's license. But the 70-year-old <laughs> is certainly guilty of horrendous timing. Yeah. Boy, of all the days. <laughs> yes. Of all the days. And all the locations. Into the Mansfield, Ohio BMV. 
you know, I had you a know pick what, today. You know what would have been awesome is if that happened right in front of like some 16-year-old pimple-faced kid just getting into the car about to take his driver's license mm-hmm. test with an officer of the BMV, yep. and they're just sitting there next to him, and this car comes careening <laughs> in front of them and drives into the building. Right. <laughs> the guy would say, don't let this happen, kid. I wonder if that's the driver's license equivalent of if your roommate dies in college, you pass all your classes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true. I just know that the 70-year-old is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. We think that was a beautiful story you just told. And that was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley Davidson. By the way, I don't, I don't think that's true that you pass all your I classes. I don't think so either, yeah. That's one um, of those old wives' tales. Yep, you I can think s- it was just a, a way to get me to kill my roommate. <laughs> I didn't, by the way, for the record. <laughs> well... As far as we know. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Statute of limitations has run out by now. Roadrunner Harley-Davidson. You can see their inventory of pre-owned Harleys, the largest in the state at roadrunnerharley.com. All right, who did you, did you say Scottsdale and McKellips? Scottsdale McKellips, yeah, the Circle K over there. Those guys are listening to us. So All thank, right. thank you guys for doing that. Appreciate it. I just checked. I, I Googled. Can we make it there on the amount of gas we have left? They, they have gas pumps, unlike the Circle K that the time, time forgot, forgot yeah. down the street from us. Yeah. They have gas pumps there. I, uh, yeah, I'm on my thing flashed to yellow yesterday. My, my gas idiot light is on. I am at about 43 miles remaining till empty. My gas idiot light goes on at 50 miles or less, um, and I think I'm at, it was at least this morning when I got in the truck, 38, so I'm probably somewhere around, I don't know, 20 miles, something like that. Oh, yeah. you got to... Yeah, you got to get somewhere fast. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll just go to the, the you know, I'll go to the gas station down the street, the other end of Fifty Second Street. But here's the thing, I may not do that. I may decide to go to my home gas station. You know what I mean? Where I get points, gas points, on stuff. Oh, you're going to be <clears> pushing <throat> it though. Here's how you do that. <laughs> I'm this guy <clears throat> on my on my truck. I've got you know one of those heads up display deals that tells you what your current fuel miles per gallon is you know like when you really yeah you have like, that in your car yeah it's like a th- yeah, in your truck yeah what am i big time in you what, yeah you big time a little me? bit yeah yeah it's a luxury Jeez. vehicle um but i will i've done this on occasion to try and squeeze two or three extra miles out of a tank of gas now i will ride the throttle in a way that is fuel efficient while still being as quick as i can possibly do that yeah, but sure. it's okay. But it's but it's you know I I try to maximize my fuel economy when I'm running low on fuel. I've done that more now since gas prices have been as high as the balls on a giraffe. Yeah, I, why don't you do that all the time? Because I have a Hemi in my truck and I want to get to where I want to go before tomorrow morning. If I wanted to get somewhere economically, I'd ride a goat. <laughs> I guess it's the same as asking somebody, why don't you eat salad all the time? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, because why? Hey, Mark. Yeah. Why do you drink? Or why not not drink all right, the time? Yes, right. Because yeah. then it's not worth it to be around. Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> you might as well just kill yourself. No, it's I got to get some. I'm telling you, these these gas prices. It's weird because I used to go like, you know, we all have our own weirdness. One of my weird things is if it's below a quarter of a tank, that's a unacceptable. Can't handle that. <laughs> Too neurotic. I yeah. got to get filled up again. And, you know, but since gas prices are the way they are, I'm like down, down, down. You know, I'm 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 well below a quarter of a tank now. So I got to conquer not only the gas prices, but my own weirdness. The struggle is real. Yeah, it's not as it's not as different uh, in a car or a truck as it is on a motorcycle. But on a motorcycle, it takes forever for the fuel gauge to go from full to half. 
But then once it gets to half, because of the tapering of the tank, yeah, the way yeah, the yeah. tank is, yep. from half to zero can happen real quick. So if you get anything less than a half a tank, like when you're doing a long ride on a motorcycle and it gets to a half a tank, you immediately start looking for gas stations. Yeah. Because it can, it can end real quick for you. And pushing an 800-pound motorcycle, I know from experience, is not fun on the groin. No. <laughs> so I got enough to get back to the Chandler area before I fill up. If I were you, I'd, just, I'd cruise to the, to the brand new Circle K up the street. I don't know yet. It yeah. depends. I, you know, it's almost like a game show. I'm trying to do it. Yeah. It will be interesting to see how it's, you do with this that. Is, this is the, uh, the modern-day middle-aged equipment, uh, excuse me, equivalent of when you were a kid and you got your first license and you had your first car and you're like, oh, man, I only got five bucks to get me through the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Five bucks of gas. Let's see if I can make it to Friday. <laughs> Last week, we were talking about fireworks. You know, when you're a dog owner, you hate fireworks. Yeah. yeah or, you, you know, you lose some of your enjoyment of fireworks, depending on how late they go and so forth. So we were talking about that a little bit. And there was a gentleman who didn't like it. Not one bit. Nope, not at all. I'm writing this letter because I want you to know how much I hate your stupid show. Here's the thing, you know, we're good with we're good with hate mail. If you want to send hate mail, you want to send an email, you can email Mark at KSLX.com or near to Paul at KSLX.com. Russ writes in, I don't understand why you guys have to be screaming, screaming, freaking liberals, cry about fireworks, bitch about diesel trucks, shakes my head. What's next? Don't you realize the majority of the people that listen to this type of music are hillbilly white males and covet most of the things you whine about? I love this part of it. I'm new to the valley. Good. Go back to where you came from. Don't come here and tell me how to live my life. You're in my house now. Uh, and I love the show until you started being such a crybaby. So Russ, Russ is not a fan of us having consideration for veterans with PTSD or dog owners who have to endure the problem of fireworks for an extended period of time. We're not saying don't do it. We're just saying don't do it for six hours. Yeah. Or, you just know, into the it. early hours of the morning. And so well, have I, a heart. Yeah. But, you know, a little bit of consideration. That's all we're looking for. And the diesel thing was interesting because that wasn't us complaining. That was just, ha- it just happened to be a random phone call. I think yesterday or the day before, whatever yeah. it was. Women complaining um, about diesel trucks being in front of you and blowing the black smoke into your, yeah, into your front windshield. Which does, it happens is, occasionally. It's never enjoyable. Yeah, it's yeah. a dick move is what it is. So Ricky actually <laughs> got our back on this thing. It says, Ricky writes in, I'm not sure if this helps your argument, but I'm a white middle-aged non-hillbilly woman and I listen to your show every morning. I love the fact that we have to discern between hillbilly and non-hillbilly. I love the use of the word hillbilly. I, hillbilly is a good word. It's, it's, it's a know, sort it's, of an antiquated word, but I love it. It got it got sort of pushed out of the out of the way by hick and redneck. Redneck, yeah. yeah. Hick, hick was a big word where where I came from in Boston. If you lived less yeah. of if you lived west of 128, which was like uh let's say you lived east of east of when the 60 go drops down to two lanes. You were a hick. Yeah, for us it was, oh, he's a Suffolk County hick. Yeah, something he's like not, that, yeah. He doesn't know what we know You're here in Nassau County. And then rednecks were guys that you saw wearing overalls with the one snap undone, you know, <laughs> with, the, with, the, with, the, with the, the foam trucker hat and a, and a thing of uh, red man in their pocket. I, sir, am a Hill William. <laughs> a Hill William. Yes, yes, I'm high class. I completely agree those are legitimate complaints. I live in the middle of nowhere. I light off fireworks, but I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, I got uh, acre property, plenty of space around me. My dogs are used to hunting, so they they don't go nuts, but I don't bother anybody else because there's no one near me. And diesel trucks, 
my I got a 26 year old son and his buddies like to do the old rolling coal trick to people. Yeah, and I tell them that they're going to get shot. Yeah, you know, at some point, or somebody's going to uh, somebody's vehicle is going to end up in a in a car crash behind them, and they're going to get lit up for it for, a, for unsafe operation of a motor vehicle. Absolutely, absolutely, and she was right. It was a dick move. Sure, it is. <laughs> so you live in the middle of nowhere. You know what types of people live in the middle of nowhere? Hill Williams, as I said. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hill William. Hill William. William, All right. That'd be the hillbilly. Hillbilly that lives in Paradise Valley. Hill William. There you go. So listen, it comes down to, you know, listen, have fun for Fourth of July. Be safe. Uh, and be considerate too. You know, yeah. just, just you know, blow your fireworks off. Whether you're at a uh, at a public event or uh, you know in your own neighborhood, but have consideration for your neighbor. Yeah, and that's all. And look, I've spent an inordinate amount of time and money on acquiring calming things for my dogs. That you know, look, I, I'm I'm willing to put up with it for like a half hour, hour. I get it, but that 5 p.m. until 2 a.m. thing that ain't gonna cut it this year. It was crazy when 2020 ended. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a long night of fireworks for my dog. And the suck part about it is the worst people that have to deal with stuff on that is the 911 operator or the non-emergency operator at your local police department because they're going to take thousands of calls from people complaining that somebody in their neighborhood is shooting off aerials that are illegal in their neighborhood, which, by the way, they are legal in your neighborhood for the next five or six days until the Supreme Court tells us we can't have them. <laughs> You never know when that's going to happen. Yeah, it could happen at any moment. We still have the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge to get into. And Mark, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the studio because Dan is waiting on hold. Oh, you've already got somebody. Yeah, I've got somebody. Yeah, he's ready to go. So I've got him on hold. You were in the bathroom. I, 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 I screened him without you. Sorry. I didn't mean to do it without you. I didn't ask your permission. Get out. I feel bad. Question number one, Dan. Which Beatles song contains the lyric, When I was young, so much younger than today? Help. Question number two. What band recorded the classic Walk This Way? Aerosmith. Question number three. Which of these famous rockers did not die in 1970? Jim Morrison, John Lennon, Jimi Hendrix, or Janis Joplin? John Lennon. Question number four. Who was the lead singer of the Go-Go's? Belinda Carlisle. And question number five. What is Ted Nugent's most famous song? Uh, I would say Stranglehold. All right. Let's see how Mark does. Great. All right, Mark. Let's see how this goes. All All right, let's do it. Question number one, Mark. Which Beatles song contains the lyric, when I was young, so much younger than today? Oh, that would be help. It's one to one. Question number two, who recorded Walk This Way? Aerosmith. It's two to two. Question number three, which of these famous rockers did not die in 1970? Jim Morrison, John Lennon, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, John Lennon did not die in 1970. Three to three. Question number four, who's the lead singer of the Go-Go's? Belinda Carlisle. 
Four to four, and for either the tie or the win. Damn. We'll see how this goes here. What is Ted Nugent's most famous song? I would guess it's got to be Cat Scratch Fever. That is correct. The second most famous was Stranglehold, and by one, Mark wins this thing. The way better song. I know. Dan, you know what you got to say here, don't you? I'm Dan, and I plunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Yeah, you did. But you did well, Dan. Just barely. Yeah, barely, but still a loss. Five to four. Mark takes the victory, and that puts you at 199. Three and thirty-seven. I don't know if I can get to two hundred. Two hundred tomorrow. The, we got couch stock starting tomorrow. Yeah, you never know. We may not be able to do it tomorrow. You might yeah. have to wait till Monday, or actually a week from Monday, because we're going on vacation. That hurts. It's a cliffhanger now. <clears throat> yep, you're Damn stuck it. there for you. We're not going to know. We'll never know who shot Jr. and when Mark will get win number two hundred. <laughs> no. Those are questions that will never be answered. Damn. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app, one hundred point seven KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 